0: Welcome to the Joyfully Raising Grands podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lee, and thank you for listening. Today, we're going to talk about stress and growth through adversity. But before we get started, I just want to remind you that you can find Joyfully Raising Grands podcast on Apple Podcasts and all the places you normally find your podcasts. If what you hear is meaningful to you, please subscribe and leave a review at Apple Podcasts. The best way to help us be a light for others is to leave a review and share it with a friend. We are grateful for you. Let's connect on social. You can find me on Instagram at Laura Lee LLC or Facebook at Laura Lee. And you can subscribe to our email list at lauraleellc.com under the Joyfully Raising Grands tab. Our goal here at Joyfully Raising Grands is to shine a light on the positive actions we can take to become our best selves, serve our grandchildren well, and find the joyful moments in every day. And lastly, before we get started, I wanted to share that we have an upcoming five-day free summit. Each day, we will have a guest on for a 60-minute lunchtime episode. We have lined up some amazing folks for these five days and are so excited to share it with you. Information and registration for that event will be available soon. Today, we are talking about stress. It's just a fact of life. You know, raising kids is stressful grandparents raising grandchildren is stressful it's really important that we know how to look at stress though in order to better understand let's take a look at how lobsters grow a video by psychiatrist and rabbi dr Torsky explains it best a lobster is a soft mushy animal that lives inside of a rigid shell that rigid shell does not expand So how does the lobster grow? Turns out that as the lobster grows, the shell becomes very confining and the lobster feels under pressure and uncomfortable. The lobster goes under a rock formation to protect itself from predatory fish. It casts off the shell and grows a new one. Once free from the old shell, the lobster, who by the way resembles a black rubber toy at this point, Over the next few hours, the lobster will absorb water and will swell to reach its new size. By gaining this seawater, it may gain 15% in size and 40 to 50% in weight. The new shell has everything the old shell had, including all the same appendages, gills, mouth parts, antenna, eye stalks, as well as every hair, spine, and bristle. Amazingly, a lobster even has the ability to regenerate lost appendages. For example, a lobster may throw a claw to escape a dangerous situation, such as a fight with another lobster. But after its next molt, the claw will begin to regenerate and eventually a new claw will replace the lost one. Eventually, this new shell becomes uncomfortable too and the lobster goes back under the rock and the process happens again. It's important to note that this molting process takes place within the safety of the lobster's burrow. Because of its new soft shell, the lobster is easy prey and must remain in hiding for a time. When a lobster leaves its shell in the process of growth and change, it becomes very vulnerable, as we do during extreme stress and change. And how is this for boldness? A newly molted lobster will begin to eat its old shell and other material high in calcium in order to strengthen its new one. During the months that a lobster's shell begins to fully harden, tissue replaces the water that was gained prior to the molting. In effect, the lobster fully grows into its shell and the cycle of molting and growing begins again. In fact, many times over the lobster's life, this process happens again. And again. The stimulus for the lobster to be able to grow is that it must feel uncomfortable. As the rabbi explains it, if lobsters had doctors, they would never grow. The lobster would feel stressed, go to the doctor, get a Valium or a Percocet, and it would feel fine and never cast off its shell. We have to realize that times of stress are signals for times of growth. Stress is our body trying to give us something other than a heart attack, (laughs) when we have this uncomfortable feeling, feel it, embrace it, and know that it's a part of the growing process. If we use adversity properly, we can grow through adversity. As a believer in lifelong learning, I believe we must find ways to expand and grow. We have to find a way to ditch the shell, a good representation of our ego, and find ways to embrace what we have been given. Find the good, find the joy, learn from it, and move forward. As parents to our grants, it is also one of our most important duties to provide these opportunities for them to grow. Otherwise, we, and they, become stunted and are not able to grow as a person. Our role in allowing our grants to grow is to provide the safe place, under the rocks, in the furrow place, for them to be safe to grow. We have to learn to understand that the stress is showing us that we need to lean into it and grow. The best news is that once the lobster's new shell is strong, they can do what lobsters do best. Now, I'm not suggesting that stress is a good thing or that it should be actively encouraged. Far from it. The impact of extreme stress is really well documented. In the long term, it reduces performance and often becomes debilitating. In the case of the lobster, the stress is not a good thing in itself, but it does lead to significant positive change. It's a trigger for the lobster to retreat, protect itself, and grow. So to repeat, we have to realize that times of stress are also signals for growth. And if we use adversity properly, we can grow through adversity. As Seth Godin says in his book, Lynchpin, discomfort brings engagement and change. Discomfort means you're doing something that others were unlikely to do because they're hiding out in the comfortable zone. When your uncomfortable actions lead to success, you are rewarded. Need I remind you of the value of a lobster? (laughs) Typically, lobster is sold by the pound, giving significant value to the size and weight of the lobster. Increased value for the results of adversity. What a fantastic concept. As a side note, the largest lobster ever caught was over 44 pounds, and it was caught off the coast of Nova Scotia in Canada in the year 1977. Imagine how many times that lobster molted. National Lobster Day in the U.S. was September 25th this year. You still have time to celebrate. As always, friends, thank you for listening. We appreciate you and would love to hear your feedback and comments. If you like our podcast and find value here, again, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts or in our Instagram feed. We are so thankful for you. We hope you have a fantastic week with newfound information that stress is simply an opportunity to grow. I have several apps on my phone that provide a steady stream of positivity into my days. I suggest you download one too. You may also wanna pick up a hermit crab this week. There's a lot of wisdom to be reminded of by watching this shelled creature. See you here next week.